Welcome to the podcast where I sit down with interesting people in and around fashion. We talk about the industry, we talk about trending topics, and we hopefully have a bit of a laugh while we do so. This episode includes explicit content. I've got somebody very special here with me today because we've known each other for a long time. We have. But um, I'm going to do a little bit of an introduction, okay. right? Because And I'm going to have to read it off because you've got quite a number of accolades, my love. <laughs> so... <laughs> Aaron Esch, ladies and gentlemen, men and women's wear fashion designer, Central St. Martin's graduate, LVMH prize finalist. Mm-hmm. Look at you. You're so humble. Um, recipient. I, I didn't even know this one until I was doing a bit of a Googles of you. Recipient of the British Fashion Council's new gen scheme. Yeah. And arguably, most importantly, father to meatball. Father to meatball. <laughs> a Pekingese with a crystal Prada necktie. <laughs> He went um, recently to Wales on holiday oh. and was like trotting through. With his crystal. He was trotting through his Diamante Prada. He knows. Yeah. He's fabulous and he knows it. was it. gifted. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love it. Okay. So we've been friends for a while. Yeah. And what I want to sort of start off with is that you didn't always pursue a career in fashion. And this is what I find really interesting because you sort of started, I mean, I'm talking about it like you're 47 and you've sort of had this sort of second wave of life, (laughs) but you sort of started a lot later than a lot of other people do. You didn't like go straight into a fashion uni sort of thing. So talk to me about your epiphany that you were like, do you want to know what? It's been fashion. Let's do it. Um... So my mom was an artist, Mm -hmm. so I kind of grew up, she was a sculptor, I kind of grew up with like objects like in our house uh, and her working and sort of working sort of of through her different mediums of fine art. Mm -hmm. My dad was a a musician, he's a guitarist and like a session musician. So So arty family. I've always been like, yeah, I mean, in school I was kind of, not particularly academic apart from like art class and sports class so things that I liked mm-hmm. um but I definitely didn't grow up like drawing dresses and I've done like a few different things I've done graphic design at St Martin's when I came out of school and I like definitely didn't I want to even know that yeah so yes. like I left school got into St Martin's to do graphics and I just remember being like I'm not into this like you weren't making anything with your hands and I just I also was like super young and didn't really like know what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. I then kind of bummed about a bit doing various different things and I think at like 27 I was like I want to do something that I love Mm -hmm. and I was into RAF I was into fashion generally but I didn't have to make anything Mm -hmm. and it was very much like finding like my medium of what I wanted to do yeah it was very close between like doing fashion design or photography or fine art. And I just got into the school. I don't know how, without portfolio, I kind of blagged the <laughs> interview. Finessing with a capital I F. F- finessed it and I got in. And then it all kind of snowballed from that. You know, like, um, so I'd done my undergraduate at London College of Fashion, which mm-hmm. is a very, like, technical course. It's about making. You know, I learned how to cut and line a jacket, a suit jacket where a lot of other courses you wouldn't learn that hands-on yeah it was hands-on and then I applied to get onto the postgraduate the MA at St Martin's Mm -hmm. 
which I guess for anyone listening, it's kind of considered like the best school in the world. Yeah. And the best course at the best school, art school in the world. Name some of the uh, alumni. McQueen, Galliano, Kim Jones, every, everyone basically. When you go on that course, you understand like it is, and in the most uncringe way, you know, I'm sure lots of people have watched Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Like there's a reason they made that film in a certain tone because like that course is tough. Okay. Right? So this was going to be one of my questions, yeah. which is, is it as scary as I think it is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is incredibly demanding. Yeah. It's incredibly competitive. Fabio Puras is the course director mm-hmm. and is an incredible person but very, very, very tough. Okay, And it is sink or swim. You're good enough or you're not. And it's brutal. And it's brutal. And it's really about pushing you to find your own identity, your own point of view, and to really kind of, I guess, ground you with understanding what it takes to make it in the industry. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I'd done that course. And I just, yeah, went into it kind of being competitive in a kind of non-cynical way i was like i gotta be the best person that's here because the rates of being successful is that you know one out of Mm -hmm. or maximum two out of that year become successful and it's like what's the point of doing this if you're not one of them one or two yeah and yeah i mean i graduated 18 months ago so it's a lot has happened since then Mm -hmm. but the course gives you the um does it set you up yeah it gives you the platform okay oh yeah it's it's extremely difficult to start a brand and like it's really horrible to say it's the truth it's extremely difficult without that platform yeah because and it doesn't mean that it's a big yeah. thing on your CV. Like, it exactly. You know, yeah. even now, the first time I do a press interview, they describe me as ex-CSM graduate. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like... As I just did. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, even, you know, they'd speak about McQueen. Yes. And it would still be mentioned that yeah. he went to that school. It's true. So it's a massive positive. It's a, it's a, it's a leg up. It's a leg up. And unfortunately, the industry set up that it means something... Does it really? Probably not. Like, you know, but I was fortunate enough yes. to go through that process. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you said how during the course, they sort of force you to find what is your difference, right? What's your vision? How are you different from, from everybody else? At what point do you think, did you go into it knowing no, this is not. this is the aesthetic? No, okay. absolutely not. Like, How, like, he didn't, I never had a moment of like realization of this. Really? Is, never. It, it just was, played out. And he just kind of, now looking back, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that that's why he did that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it does, it's not even about an aesthetic. It's, I guess it's just about a point of view that like, uh-huh. so like, you know, my point of view could be that, I make everything out of socks. Okay. Right? Yes. It doesn't mean that my aesthetic is a so <laughs> is one or the other, but like yeah. my point of view of difference to anyone else is that you know so I'm just talking about something completely random. No, exactly. Or but your, it's like your USP. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I guess that course is very more than how to make anything, more than how to style or sew anything. It's about what makes you different. What makes you different and how do you then 
conceptualize that within a body of work, which is literally a rail of clothes. Uh-huh. But system goes so quick that you don't really realize as you're doing it. It's yeah. only until like you finished, you're like, oh, like he kind of put, he, he never, I felt like he never opened any doors. He just kind of showed me the road to go down mm-hmm. and I kind of opened my own doors. And in the end, I was like, wow, I've got a point of view. Mm-hmm. And I never really like got contrived. Do you know yes. what I mean? I never thought, sat down and was like, this is going to be my point of view. Yeah. And it's contrived. It just, and that's what's so good about it is because, Every single person's different, right? Everyone's got a different background. Everyone's mm-hmm. got different upbringing or interests or gender or race or sexuality that they sort of makes them who they are. Yeah. Right? And he really takes like you as a person and sort of lets you explore that to mm-hmm. make you be able to speak about something that's really authentic. And that's the thing that I think people really respond to generally yeah. in art and design. Hmm. Describe your brand in three words. Um, hot, chic, London. Look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Well, speaking of hot, <laughs> I would describe you as a hot new fresh designer. Yeah, out here being worn by Zendaya and whatnot. Congratulations. Smart water campaign. Yeah, I'm sure she could wear a potato sack and look very good. <laughs> Give yourself something, sir. Right. Um, what are the biggest misconceptions? What's the bit that like nobody talks about or that everybody thinks you're doing and you're like, actually? Uh, how honest to be. Um, <laughs> cried my eyes out this morning. <laughs> uh, it is really tough. Yeah. Anyone listening to this who's had a startup mm-hmm. will understand how difficult it is doing a startup. It's and I think- seven. It's 24-7 and doing it in the fashion industry where you have to do good work mm-hmm. triples your workload and pressure. Yeah. So it's not just about managing your business. It's about actually delivering good work and then somehow funding it. Talk to me about the funding side. So, yeah. How do, what are like the common ways that new designers get funding? Rich parents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then hustling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get a bit of money from the British Fashion Council. I got some money from McQueen that obviously have a huge sort of charitable part of their business that were very, very, very generous and gave us sort of like cash. Mm-hmm. Um, commercial projects like Smart Water. So, um, you know, the Zendaya project we did was a commercial project, which, you know, was paid. And yeah. something goes straight back into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but really sort of working with people in a sort of a collaborative aspect, I guess, and finding, I guess, your tribe of people that are like-minded, that are creatives, yeah. that are willing to collaborate with you on a sort of non-commercial basis. So, you know, stylist, mm-hmm. art director, hair, maker. And that's something that's really sort of valuable being in London in a city where all these people exist and you go to the same parties with them and you become friends with them. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of working for the a brand that's in my name, but feels like as much theirs as it is mine. And like, I've worked, like the guy that does my hair is incredible. Mm-hmm. He's an assistant for Anthony Turner, who's sort of does 
every big person ever. And, and I'm here with my scraggly ponytail. Well, today, no, showing he, myself he loves you, actually. <laughs> I said to him yesterday, I was like, oh, Cassie might come to my birthday. And he was like screaming down the face time, oh. actually. He really, really watches all your videos. Shout out <laughs> John to John. Allen. So he so works for this incredible sort of hairstylist, mm-hmm. but it's finding his own sort of way in his medium, right? Yeah. And we've sort of collaborated on every from my uh, MA graduate show to now. And I, I just feel like he's just such an integral part of the brand that he has such a sort of distinct point of view that it adds so much quality to the sort of level of work, but also in a way saves us money by not having to go to a commercial person and be like, yeah. will you do our hair, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. You've got a good team of it's people the team. and, and the yeah, support yeah. around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, you know, I guess at this point, the, having those sorts of the right people around you is important because I think, you know, you're on a trajectory of like everything's going up. Okay. And then you have the issue of ego, right? Yeah. When everything's going so well, you have to have those people that were there from the start that are going to ground you. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm very aware that like... You're not that kind of person anyway, but... But I'm I'm very aware that like next year, there's a new bunch of graduates Mm -hmm. and there's a new LVMH prize and there's a new new gen awards. And like, you're just down that, you know, there's... I'm very aware of that. So like... You're, You're a realist. Yeah. And like, you have to deliver good work that people relate to and that people want to sort of invest into you and your brand and what you're saying rather than i mean you know spoke about zendaya we haven't done any cap uh red carpet sorry or celeb stuff up until that moment Mm -hmm. just because let's say from just a very sort of basic social media or customer following i don't want people to buy my stuff just because someone's worn it no Uh, yeah you want people to like it i want people to like it right so like we spent the first year saying no to any celeb stuff which meant that, you know, if we dressed Joe Blogs, right? Yeah. We could have got 100K followers or 50K followers overnight. Let's mm-hmm. just, for argument's sake. You can but, say no, but who's the biggest person you turned down? I can't. You can't? Yeah, I can't. Tell but like... You'll tell you'll tell. I'll me tell after. you after. But like a really <laughs> huge, huge person. Okay. Right? Like... A-list. A star, star, star list. And it just wasn't the vibe. And like not okay, and it yeah. wasn't we turned them down. Mm-hmm. It just was like I didn't reply to the email, <laughs> and it was in that in a compl- just because it's like it just makes sense for us. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that's how you have that longevity of of brand that it's not about like gimmick. It's not about the sort of silly th- costume thing that's mm-hmm. on Instagram that loads of people share because it's silly. Yeah, or you know the. It's a bit like Rick, right? Rick yeah. Owens is such a specific brand. Exactly. And people buy into the world of Rick. Exactly. And he's not done anything outside of that. Yeah. And that is what made, has made him so successful. There's loads of people I can think of. Oh, yeah. Like, in a, like Celine's exactly the oh, same. Oh, yeah. Like, Celine is like, I know, if I saw a boy walking down the street and it's a Celine boy, I'm like, that's a Celine boy. And it's yes. like, it's the world of what Celine represents. Yeah. And Hedy's world of what he represents is what people buy into i think they're the good designers right they're the ones that like understand world building and fashion and how them two things interact and how you're building something way more than just 
a brand based on social media. Yes. You know? And virality because it's got well, it's, a fas- short- it's fashion. Yeah. Like, that's fashion to me. A beautiful handmade Birkin is, of course, it's under the umbrella of fashion, but it's product. Okay. And like, I love product, mm-hmm. but I don't see it as fashion. What I see as fashion is the Rick boy liking Rick because he relates to it. Because yeah. he was at some, I'm allowed to swear, yeah, yeah. shitty nightclub. And like, <laughs> you know, they were yeah. like, he had his black contacts in and mm-hmm. he does, he thinks everyone thinks he's weird, but he sees it on the one way. He's like, oh, this is my world. Yeah. You know? I like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm such a commercial person. <laughs> I, I, I'm like c- consumer 101 me. Well, I, I love product too. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I go into Bottega and like, I'm like, I want it all. <laughs> right. Like I, yeah. of course I do. And we make product mm-hmm. and I get, but this, I think that's kind of a difference between the two things of fashion and product. What have been the pinch me moments? The like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. This is my job now. Was there a moment where you were like, okay. And I don't like to use this phrase, yeah. but like the like, oh, I've maybe made it. No, I haven't ever had that. I don't think you ever will. No, I've never had that. I when I was chatting to Anna Wintour, it was like Oh, oh was, <laughs> was, that, that casual <laughs> when I was having a chat to Anna last She's very nice. She Look at you. It, she was very nice and that was kind of like after she walked off and I was like, What the fuck? Like <laughs> That just happened. Yeah, that was I mean we've done there. the Every Mates Prize and Nicola Geskia is probably my favourite designer walked over to me to have a chat, like walked through the crowd and like found me to have a chat. And that was a pinchy moment. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, like he left and I was with my friends and everyone just stood in silence. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just like, we all just need to process yeah. what just happened there. Mark Jacobs was very nice. I think that LVMH Prize kind of opened me up to that spending time and speaking with like these people right yeah that you see over a screen and you like just completely non-accessible but re- people that you really admire and then once you st- you know because it's over a period of days and it's all in one go and you're speaking to them it's like a showroom kind of and they're just coming in and talking to you one by one by the last one you kind of forget who it is yeah so you're not there was never a moment that was like starstruck mm-hmm. or was um kind of like what's going on rather than if I probably bumped into Anna Wintour on the street I would be like yeah exactly but also you almost like don't have a chance to have that moment because you're like I'm here for a purpose you know they're asking about my brand or whatever I can't just be like yeah and and like at that time I was like I was getting this game time I was like yes charm charm on British (laughs) like I was like trying to use it it was like a it was like a performance you know like you had to sales sales pitch may I just say the British thing, turn it on whenever you can. <laughs> Listen, since I've moved to America, oh, especially if it's a customer service situation. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. If you wouldn't mind just like, I am the most, all of the T's are, are being enunciated. And uh, I've never had a bigger smile on my face. And I'm like, oh, I me, just the little, oh, have I done something wrong? Oh, I'm so sorry. Take it as far I, as it I will don't take know if you. it made... I, 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 I mean, yeah, I tried my best. <laughs> well, we got our first show in two weeks. So, you know, speaking about like pinching moment, I, yeah. guess I, I guess that moment of like... Your name being on the schedule? The name on the schedule is is a bit surreal. 
but then like the models lined up walking finishing walking out and like seeing 200 people editors buyers industry people kind of there will be like i've never had i've only ever done like a my my samarin show i'm quite like nervous about that in a weird way like I, not one part of me wants to walk out at the end. Okay, you know, so like, I was going to ask this. I was like, do you know what you're going to do? No, I, not one <laughs> part of me. Like I love them sort of that meme of Jonathan Anderson being like really awkward. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I, I'm not doing it for that. Like it's not about me. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't care about being. The face of the it. The face yeah. of it. I don't care about being like a celeb designer. Yeah doesn't interest me what so i'm not doing it because of that you have to i guess yeah and i guess i'll sort of pop my head around the dawn <laughs> wave yeah <laughs> uh but i feel as though meatball should be somehow involved we're just discussing who his handler is going to be on the oh. day. <laughs> his handler not his handler oh my gosh we want the job i think going. yeah I'll, I'll take it he he i'll have he, to i'll have to also get a, a prada crystal something that's the that's the only excuse i need fair, fair. literally so we can match. <laughs> i'll work into the budget yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know people that have a dog understand that mm. like i love that dog more than anything in the world as you should like he's genuinely my mental health has dramatically improved since i got that dog like mm. i love him so much um and doing my debut show he needs to be there. Oh, of course. Yeah. I want to ask, what is the difference between... No, actually, let me let me rephrase. What is the quote-unquote job description of a creative director? Because I think as like a layman, somebody just interested in fashion, blah, 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 we hear about all of these job appointments and people think that being a creative director is being a fashion designer. As in like... You are sitting there, you yeah. are sketching, blah, blah, blah. Tell uh, me. I mean, everyone's going to change, right, mm-hmm. between different people. But essentially, you are the director of the, all the different teams, right? Okay. So you have your design team. Mm-hmm. You have the atelier that mm-hmm. makes the stuff or cut the stuff. You have the graphics or the uh, branding or the art direction or the hair or mm-hmm. the styling or the makeup. And you're the person that oversees all them teams or all them uh, creatives that are working within them teams mm-hmm. and the person that sets out the vision and the makes the decisions really about every single part of that that comes together then in the show. How do you get your inspiration for each collection? Um, in the like absolutely least cringy, obvious ways possible. But like honestly, just... Each one I've done has been very kind of moment-based of where I am in my life. So we done one that was about like burnout, right? Whilst Mm -hmm. my uni collection was like about burnout. And at the time I was burnt out. (laughs) Then my MA collection was like about sort of, I guess, broadly about like falling in love and romance. And it was sort of loosely. And you just so happened to be doing that at the time. I just so happened to be doing that at the time. Mm Uh, this one is, you know, the press release and this kind of narrative and the story doesn't really come together until a week before and you've got everything in front of you and you've kind of changed the creative a little bit about the yeah. show and then you like kind of put it together on a piece of paper and it's like, this is what it's about. Referencing and being inspired by lots of things around you that it kind of just is regurgitated into like 
what it is and that, that's how I've kind of worked yeah. and I think lots of people have connected to that because of that kind of element of it being authentic yeah do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so this collection is sort of loosely based on um chaos and calmness okay so and trying to get the right balance well trying to get the right balance and sort of like chasing chaos to find calmness oh I was, my gosh that, it's like that sounds like a really like non-answer <laughs> and i haven't really written it down properly but it sounds so poetic it, it kind of is i watched a video do you know the band salem have you heard of them it's like a, it's like a rock band i mean um, you know it's me. not a rock band they're, they're, <laughs> That's not a rock band. It's maybe. Listen, you know my music genre. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think I know them. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. <laughs> they done they done this like video on um, uh, storm chasing, oh. and I watched this video, and it was like a POV video that was um, about these guys like chasing the st- electrical storm. Okay, and yeah. like that was kind of quite early on in the research. That I was like, this is what it's about. Okay, yeah. how do people come up with those hobbies? It's cool. It looked dangerous, but cool. Yeah, it's a I really mean, great video. And really? Runs, yeah, fantastic. Send me the link. Video. Yeah. Will Very I enjoy good. it? Uh, on, maybe on mute. <laughs> I want to talk to you about Pharrell at Louis Vuitton. What was your initial reaction when you saw the announcement, especially because it was like, what, 18 months between yeah. Virgil's sad passing and then it was just the LV team for those seasons. And then it was announced and it's Pharrell. Your thoughts. Um, what were your initial thoughts? So like, I, I really remember being like 14 and having an NERD cap and like going to the bathing ape shop in Carnaby Street and like queuing up to buy mm-hmm. Bapester trainers. Mm-hmm. And like, I think Pharrell really inspired me from a fashion point of view mm-hmm. that now it's so weird to be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, but that's your kind of first gut reaction. Yes. But I totally understand it because let's put like the clothes and the show and everything to one side. Mm-hmm. Like that job is more about being a fashion. It's more than being a fashion or creative director, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a celeb job. It's the biggest job in the world, right? That job is not about the clothes, yeah. The clothes come and yeah. go, right? Like yeah. the clothes obviously have to be good, but they're good because they've got an amazing design team. Yeah. So they've got the best designers. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be good. Yeah. It just is what it is. It like exists in a kind of a different reality. It's so in the spotlight. And, you know, him and Jay-Z performing before the show. Yeah. And every celeb being there. Oh my gosh, it it's like, I don't know. Virgil, yeah. was, Virgil was kind of in between the two. Right? Yes. So yeah, like, he was like the bridge. Yeah. Um, I met him and he was so incredibly charming. And yeah, like I was an intern. I was interning at Wells Bonner and they shared a studio with his like, I think it was like, it was an interiors. It was like furniture design. Okay, yeah. had this like furniture design, like side company and they were next door. And I was like on this intern table whilst I was still at school and he came up and he was like, hey, I'm Virgil. And like, and I was like, like I, know, I know, I know who you are. And I just thought like, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard him take this meeting and I just was like, this guy held a room. Like you understand why he got to where he got to. Mm-hmm. He was just incredibly charming, articulate. Yeah. And super smart. Yeah. Um, 
Have I told you about my interaction with him? No. My, my very short-lived <laughs> interaction. <laughs> so, right, wait, do you remember when he was doing the collaboration with Nike? Yeah. Okay. With the air yeah, on yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So, Nike was doing this workshop and oh, it was like, re- apply yeah, for... Yeah, so, yeah, I applied. Yeah. In London? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember Got into it. the workshop yeah, yeah. and I was wearing... Um, oh, I think he told me that. Balenciaga yeah. Speed Trader. Is yeah. that what they're called? My yeah. gosh. Yeah, listen. The time has passed, um, but yes, I was wearing those. I'm quite into them. Actually. And he well, he wore it really. Is it not? A Do bit you remember more... the arenas? Do you remember them? They were like uh, anyway. Wait, were on. they the ones that looked like sort of like shoes they... that you would wear to karate? <laughs> they look like Lonsdale. No, no, no. I like them though. Are they the ones? Bet you did. Yeah, I like. Them. <laughs> I like them now. I think they're quite cool. Li- the, yeah, the because Lons- you're like edgy and cool. No, but I just like. I think they're like. I think there was a time where they were like really, you know, like ugly trainers were like yeah. cool. Yeah. And then ugly trainers went out of being cool. Yeah. But I think it's quite cool again. Okay. Like, Listen, you heard anyway. it here first. Anyway. But no, so he walked in and nobody knew that like he wasn't meant to be a part of this workshop or whatever. He walked in and people were like, I remember one guy was like, oh my gosh, you know, I would love to intern for you, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, <laughs> oh yeah, like let me know your email address. And it was even to sort of entertain it, yeah, whether yeah. or not that was ever pursued. Yeah. Um, was amazing, but people were asking him to sign their phone cases. And I remember being like, what can I have that he can sign that isn't like a piece of paper? Because what yeah, am yeah. I going to do with that piece of paper? Took my shoe off. No, and I, and I, yeah, and I, and I walked up to him with one, you know, shoeless leg. <laughs> and I was like, oh, will you sign this? And I think he thought it was quite cool because he took a picture of it afterwards. Did he? Yeah. And he wrote air on one side and then on the inside Virgil nice. and you I've never worn them. them since you've never worn them since I think I wore them once and now nice. I'm like I cannot touch them do well they on, need to be in a glass box do, do on well plinth. on eBay then don't even listen never <laughs> never you know I'm a hoarder like yeah, this is not happening <laughs> this is going into the archive for yeah. my children <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um okay no I know what you mean though about Louis Vuitton because it's it, it it's its own discussion aside from all of the other brands. You know, like Martine was like, yes. so Martine Rose was like rumoured. In right? the running, yeah. yeah. Obviously that would have been amazing, mm-hmm. but the, they wouldn't have got it. The people wouldn't have got it. Like it just wouldn't have made them the money. Yeah. That- I think this is the thing. It, it, it's, it's a business first and foremost. Exactly. It's, you know, aside from, you know, like, other brands, something like a Jill, something like a Rick or whatever, where it is about the clothes. Louis Vuitton is, it's the clothes, but they're sponsoring the Olympics. There's yeah. like sports partnerships yeah. now. There's, it's, it's so much. Yeah. And so I think Pharrell sort of makes sense in that they need to cover so many categories We're talking in about culture. It. We're literally talking We're, I mean, about here we are. So like, They've done their job. Yeah, they have. started talking about it. Yeah. Would, we, would have you said, what do you think of Martin Rose at Louis Vuitton? Mm. Probably not. So like they've True. done their job by... Facts. Yeah. Okay. For our final segment, okay. I have something called the Wheel of Nosiness. <laughs> and this is basically a pre-populated wheel okay. of questions that I've come up with. Yeah. So if they're bad, you can tell me. And um, basically, it's going to spit one out to you. Okay. And then you answer it. Let's do it. Did it do it? Two fashion brands you're excited about. Uh, uh, like new brands or just any? Any. It could be I'm excited about like the Gucci new creative director. 
it's weird because like the ones that I really like, maybe are not like not new. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'd have to be new. So I think like one of my, I think my obvious kind of person I admire the most is Jonathan Anderson. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Anderson, Jonathan Anderson, or Jonathan Anderson for the way, though? Well, both. Both. And I think that he's really set a good kind of, well, I think goes, this is a good answer to the question going on for what we've just spoken about. He's really, I think, understood the world of LVMH Mm -hmm. and and what they're looking for, but like also the world of like art and fashion, right? Very true. He's respected by everyone in fashion Mm -hmm. and he's respected by every customer around fashion you know if i'm thinking about what do i go and vogue runway to look at the show when the shows come out loewe is definitely one of the first ones um and your second and jw and uh and the second i've never met her but i really love delara i think like oh yeah like i really when i looked at her shows i'm like it's actually like really beautiful and mm-hmm. really like it feels just so different to what's happening in London. I've okay. never met her before, mm-hmm. but I think it works great. Most recent fashion purchase. Okay, so before <laughs> we, we just sat literally... down, you were like, I don't buy anything. <laughs> uh, my partner like literally... Shout out to Fiona. Shout I'm trying to get her Fiona. on here. <laughs> Fiona would like kind of heckle me for not buying myself clothes i'm really frugal i don't think i'm stingy but i'm like really when it comes to work Mm -hmm. there's no budget right Uh, so like i I will just pay that don't worry yeah when it comes to myself because i've been a student for so long Mm -hmm. i'm not used to having like money to spend on myself yeah i bought these jeans in marseille in this like really old sort of vintage kind of shop that was like full of some like old dior but also full of like sort of i don't know charity shop stuff mm-hmm. they're levi they're like 30 euros listen you're the second person on this podcast to uh rave about vintage levi's so there you go yeah i mean it's like jeans are hard to find and like old jeans are really nice right it's like Marriage. worn jeans the quest for yeah. good denim yeah it's hard we'll put your mental health through the ringer yeah. our legacy is it's nice. terrible like our legacy mm-hmm our legacy. What's that? Is that a brand? Yeah, it's a brand. They do like nice jeans. Do they do women's? Yeah. Mm. It's nice. I'll have a look. Don't if they don't make me on. want to cry. They might be like Scandi. Listen, I, don't actually I need like 2% elastane in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's a raw cotton, it's not. <laughs> not a dinner. <laughs> right. You've got to do like the old unbutton trick at the dinner table. Oh. Like a Christmas dinner. Listen, listen. That's not just a Christmas dinner. That's every dinner. <laughs> Especially when you're a high-waisted girl. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. They were quite hard questions then for us too. First, designer purchase. I think I think the bathing ape. Is that sounds it is like the bathing ape trainers? Was that a designer purchase? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. it's luxury. It's, I was you know. so into NERD. Well, like, literally had the yellow truck cap. You sweat. I went to the side and I had it like a sweat bag. To the well. side. Yeah. I was like twelve. <laughs> Listen. Kind of, if we look back on some of the things we used to wear. But do you want to know what I love, though? Is that you thought you were killing it. I did. Yeah, and that's what matters. Styling tip you swear by. Mm. Uh, I like, I mean, I'm wearing like my Burks, right? Mm-hmm. Cloggy vibes. Yeah, this, I think it's like, I don't think Burks particularly 
but I'm quite into like low key kind of like cozy. Okay. But daytime. Okay. And it's like kind of giving like Mary Kate and Ashley the role. You know, like smoking a cigarette in your like oversized shirt and like your jeans and your books. Yeah. I'm quite into that. There's like a a, a level of sort of I'm a bit too cool for this, but in a, well, but in, like but, but in a non-strategic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of in like, like a I've just like, like oh, gone yeah. out, I've just thrown my my books and I've just thrown my yeah. like slippers on or whatever. And I'm still killing it. And like whether it's a pair of shoes or there's like something in your outfit mm-hmm. that just isn't like too contrived and pretentious. Okay. I think that's quite an important styling tip. That mm-hmm. it's just like feels like just like thrown it on. Yeah. You're not overthinking it. Okay. I like it. That's a good one. Underrated fashion brand. What do we mean by underrated? As in like, it doesn't get enough toot toot. It doesn't get talked about enough. JW? I mean, lots of people speak about Loewe, but I think J. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JW's like... Throw that one in there. If it doesn't get you in too much trouble, what's an overrated brand? Um, A brand that you think is overrated. Who am I to say that I don't like something? I don't, do you know what I mean? a very diplomatic answer. But, you know, like, publicly, like, I'm not going to, like, kind of, like, I'm I'm not anyone to say I I don't like anything. You're a better person than I. What don't you like? Louis Vuitton women's absolutely abhorrent. Oh, I love. (laughs) Really? The neoprene? Yeah, I really loved the last one, like, the lettuce dress. I was so, like, I guess it gives it, like, I really... I really okay. like deeply love it that, and I I love that people don't like it too. That it's this is this is the difference. It between feels you quite and I, misunderstood, which is why, like, I wanted to have this conversation, and this is why, like, I love when we talk about fashion or whatever because I come from it from a very commercial point of view. Yeah. Like, I'm very producty. Yeah. I'm very like, what of this is going to sell? Which is going to be the hottest product and all of yeah, that. Yeah. Whereas you come from it from the art side the well, I'm not like, even looking at the product I don't think I couldn't even no, tell exactly. you one product from that that yeah. show but like I loved the girls and like mm-hmm. all the girls I was like they're so fab and like I can really I really understood that like expensive Parisian woman wearing them clothes where I didn't think of the products so it's interesting you say like I didn't think mm-hmm. like I didn't sort of see it like that yeah I get it why pe- I get why people don't like it mm-hmm but I mean, he's he's like an incredible designer. Like Gesquez Balenciaga is. Oh, I know it's top tier. Top tier. What? He was what, the first person that done like chic, but in a cool way. What's you know, like, one collection that like lives rent free in your head? Uh, I will go first. Go on now. Tishy Givenchy. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I, that makes me think of you. That Rottweiler jumper. Yeah, it does. If if I saw that jump, I'd be like, "That's Cassie." Yeah, there was a moment where that was like hot. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that was a moment where that was like hot. Oh my gosh, it It was the and even like the t-shirt with like the stars. Yeah, yeah. He did the outfits for the Watch the Throne tour. The kilts on the boy. Stop! I was. It was everything. Uh, I went to that tour twice. Did you? Yeah, second time with my mum. Shout out to my mother. Shout out to your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you. I love her too. She's an Do you remember when you two just went for coffee yeah, together without me? Yeah, she is talking of fabulous women. She is a fabulous woman. 
I'm going to have to keep this in for her. <laughs> yeah. Also, anything McQueen, just... Well, it's so easy to, like, say I know, McQueen I know. Show. There's this, like, Jill Sander collection that Raph Simmons did, and he done, like... It was, like, really sculptural dresses. Still, to this day, I don't know how he's made it. And I remember us, like, trying to figure out how it's made. And from the front on, it looks completely flat, but it's actually, like, this, like, sculpture that looks completely flat from the front on. Oh, my I don't gosh. know what year it is. I need to find this. And I think that that collection from, like... Uh, use of color when you put all the looks together and you look at on like runway mm-hmm. is so beautiful oh my gosh don't know i've been missing out i need to find this one thank you for being here <laughs> are we done yeah we're done okay, was it I, ho- I hope it wasn't i was a bit nervous not nervous i was just like with... you've, you've you've been having a, a rough morning yeah it's been a really hard well it's just we're two weeks out from a show right and it's like I don't know, two weeks out from a wedding. Like, yeah. Things go wrong. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same type of vibe that uh, it's a million things to organize. And today was one of the, like, and I just was like, I don't want to come across as like sad. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's good. Once you start talking, you always make me smile. Aww. Well, <laughs> uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Aaron.ash. And you're available to buy on? Essence, Browns, Machine, LNCC. Mm-hmm. And everybody should H. look Lorenzo up the... in LA, anyone? Oh. Yeah. Everybody um, should look up the pictures on Vogue Runway after you've showed. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks, Cassie. Um, Everybody, subscribe. Leave me a five-star review if this was better than your last Uber ride, which I really hope it was. Um, <laughs> and I will see you in the next one. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yay. Yay.